Welcome to the 19th episode of Cutting Edge. I'm Landon Sturdivant, and for those of you who have been tuning in day in and day out, your support means so much, and hopefully these episodes continue to be engaging, enjoyable, and valuable to you. Any feedback, insights, commentary, or suggestions for future episodes that you may have are greatly appreciated. Today I'm going to be listing some pieces of advice I would have given myself a year ago. Today is November 6, 2021. And so I dug back into my camera roll to get some indication of where I was at this time a year ago. And to be honest, it's all pretty much just memes (laughs) and things I screen recorded for that entire month, actually. However, uh, I remember later in the month, because I did find some actual pictures, believe it or not. um, I believe this was the 23rd or maybe the 24th. I would make my athletic and academic commitment to Western Washington University, where I currently go to school and I run cross country and track for them. And that was the same day that we had our treadmill installed. This was a gift for my mom for her birthday uh, because her birthday is the 25th. And uh, it's a treadmill that we all love and we all use. And uh, I use it more than anybody, but um, we all love it very much. We're so grateful for it. And I remember using it pretty obsessively throughout that month and then through December into the new year. I remember at that time I was also taking remote classes and barely paying attention. As hard as I thought it was to engage in in in-person schooling before uh, uh, that thing hit, at least you were in a classroom, you know. With the remote classes, you know, taking them from a computer in my bedroom, at least for me anyway, I know for other kids this may not be true, but it's the most distracting and disengaging learning environment and experience I've ever had in my entire life, and I wasted so much time I, I learned nothing, and yeah, at the same time, I was talking to about four different colleges in regards to recruitment, and I was far more occupied with the thoughts of that during my classes and what my future held, you know, like in terms of where I was going to be going to school that next fall. I wanted, I knew I wanted to decide within that month too, at least by the new year, um, just so I could kind of get things in order earlier than someone like, or if I'd waited till spring. I know that's the right decision for some people because people need longer to figure it out, but I needed longer to mentally prep uh, for where I was going, whether that was like Southern Washington, I talked to Eastern Washington University, I talked to Portland State, so if I was going to Oregon, that would have been a big deal, out of state, you know, like there's a lot of things that went into it. But who I was a year ago, and this is, it's funny I'm saying this because I mean, where I was a year ago is a lot different than where I am now because I was in high school, now I'm in college, huge transition. But I would even say that who I was a year ago is probably even more of a stark difference than where I was, rather. I I was a much different kid. I was a lot less responsible, a lot more reserved, quiet and awkward, a lot more focused on all of the wrong things, so much that when I dropped the ball on something important in my life, I was wondering why that kind of a thing always happened to me and I was all bitter about it. I was more accountable and less defensive than I was like earlier in my life, like when I was a kid, because I was just completely unaccountable and was just defensive about everything. But it was still very much a work in progress even a year ago today. And that kind of brings me into the advice that I would give to myself. Number one, I would tell myself to commit a little bit more. My lack of objective in a day-to-day life made me feel like I was someone who was lazy and unaccomplished, which is which wasn't true. And that lowered my self-esteem and made those statements to be more true. 
and then put this kind of dull cloud over each day. I would tell myself a year ago to start committing to small acts of excellence throughout the day, whether that was something as small as organizing my desk, putting away the clothes in my room, grinding out some homework, maybe actually studying for once. Whatever it may have been, it didn't have to be anything huge. You may have heard the phrase, start with making your bed. This was popularized by the now-famous speech of the same name by Admiral William H. McRaven, who was a Navy SEAL. That was something my dad put into practice about 10 years ago, and now he's a completely different person. Like, even then, I had an amazing, I had amazing things in mind for myself. Dreams of going great and, impact, uh, going great and impactful places, doing amazing things. But I was held back by apathy, unwillingness to act, when it didn't always feel good or didn't always reap immediate benefits. And I think that tool, that very tools, you know, just kind of start with making your bed, even if you're not literally making your bed, would have been a good tool to help me trust my ability to get things done and then start applying that in a new way in my life, whether that's, uh, you know, getting the important things done basically and then, you know, doing kind of an extracurricular project of my own. Second would be to not care what people think so much. This is something that I actually had on my mind and was consistently working at at the time. Maybe not quite then, but definitely before school went back into hybrid, which is like in-person and then also remote. Like we had our, our days of like one-on, one-off sort of a deal for second semester. Um, so it definitely started before then. However, it would have been better if I put myself out more and stretched my social comfort zone a little bit starting then so that by the time I got into school, I was already sharp and ready to go in that sense. Things would have been a lot smoother if I realized just how occupied I was with others' opinions or what I thought others' opinions were, which is just a kind of figment of your imagination anyway. Another thing I would have drilled myself with is stop doing things that don't make you feel good. That doesn't mean don't go to class or don't exercise because there's temporary discomfort there, obviously, but there's huge benefits, so that's not what I mean. Actually, it's the things that you think are going to feel good and then, and be fun and whatnot, and then they just end up not being that. For me, that's like going to parties that are super late at night. Like That's kind of a draining thing for me. Not just from a social standpoint, like I, I have a social battery because I'm an introvert and I kind of need my alone time, so being at a party for hours anyway is just kind of like I get tired and I stop talking to people. But that I can fight through. Um, what, what, what's the problem for me is just like I have a particular hard, particularly hard time functioning off of little sleep in comparison to other kids. Uh, a lot of people can, you know, go late into the night raging and <laughs> wake up the next day off of three hours of sleep and be fine. That's not me. So, you know, people who know me know that I'm not out all the time, if at all. And if I am out late, it's almost always in a setting where it's just like a few people and we're just relaxing and talking. Like it's not like loud music or a huge amount of people sort of a thing. Um, and in addition, I would say like excessive caffeine and or junk food is, is a, was a big thing that's a temptation, but I knew in the long run wasn't going to make me feel great. Um, but again, always extremely tempting choices in the short term. A year ago, I would sacrifice my well-being for at least the next 24 hours by, you know, eating a bag of chocolate chips or, you know, drinking that energy drink or going to that party or hang out that was, that was super late and I'd get no sleep. 
you know, subside to those temptations so easily and just kind of wreck the next 24 to 48 hours sometimes. I definitely think it's okay to have fun and enjoy those tempting things. Don't get me wrong there. Um, But within this last year, I've practiced refraining from those things that I know aren't going to make me feel good, even when it's hard, especially when these things may be part of daily life. And had I told myself that at an earlier moment, I feel like I would have a lot more, you know, a lot more discipline and a lot more boundaries, basically. Like, I didn't have a lot of boundaries then, including internal boundaries. Like, oh, I know this eating this thing or drinking this thing isn't going to make me feel good, but like it tastes good or whatnot. And then I go too hard and it just ends up not being the right decision. So lastly, and maybe most importantly of all, I would have told myself not to be afraid to strive and do something excellent. This kind of ties everything together because it was because of my occasional apathy, fear of others' opinions, and lack of boundaries that held me back from working towards the greatness I always wished for. A sort of bonus to this would would be don't get discouraged because roadblocks used to really discourage me, things that, you know, difficulties or things that kind of told me, oh, you know, like no's or rejections or things like that. And that would stop me from striving as well. I used to be scared of expressing the idea that I was meant for something more, let alone expressing myself and carrying myself in such a way that reflected someone who's built for more. I cited a specific quote from Brendan Burchard in an earlier episode. Brendan Burchard's uh, an author and a motivational speaker. I really encourage you guys to check out his stuff. I'll actually link it in the description if you want. Uh, He says, you're not afraid of starting your dreams. You're afraid of being seen starting small. I heard that very recently, actually, but it summed up everything I felt about myself a year ago. I was afraid of meeting the moment if there was a possibility of failure or missing the mark I had in my head. I was afraid of being seen making a mistake, coming up short, and not looking sexy, or, you know, in a figurative way, because literally I always look sexy, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, but so I would definitely um, leave myself with that one quote, if it came down to nothing else. I think from there forward, I would have figured out the perseverance piece, the consistency piece, and everything else that goes into building something from the ground up. And I say all of this to not, not to demean who I was a year ago. I definitely wasn't doing horrible. I was still a good kid. I still worked pretty hard at the things I wanted to work hard at. And I still, I still had lots of faith in, in who I was and that one day things would be better. I definitely exaggerate some of my traits for the sake of my point. However... I'm so proud that I made the decision to grow. I would not be anywhere close to where I am today, uh, and I can't wait till I'm where I want to be. Lots of people out there seek greatness. They want something more, want that cutting-edge way of living, but they, they choose the comfortability of the life that they know. And that was me for too long, and I can't go back to that now. I hope this might spark something in you that you might be, you know, a year from a year from today in November of 2022 and you'll be looking back on on this month and who you were this month with the amazement of how far you've come in a year. Thanks thank you all again for listening. I'm going to link all the um the guys I talked about William H McRaven. I'm going to link that speech in the podcast description. I'll link you to some Brendan Burchard content. I I think you guys will be really inspired by him. Um And if you want to follow this podcast, you can hit the follow on Spotify or wherever you're listening from. Pretty sure it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music right now, still listing for Pandora. And 
if you want to follow the podcast on Instagram, it's going to be at C-U-T-T-I-N-G-E-D-G-E-I-G. That's Cutting Edge I-G on Instagram. And if you want to follow me personally, I'm going to be at Landon underscore Sturdivant. That's at L-A-N-D-O-N underscore S-T-U-R-D-E-V-A-N-T. My Snapchat is LT Sturdivant 21. That's L-T-S-T-U-R-D-E-V-A-N-T 21. And my email is ltsturdevant at yahoo.com. That's L-T-S-T-U-R-D-E-V-A-N-T at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening, guys, and I'll see you on the next one.